and welcome back to Trennis Magnus Jabs Reality, presented by Two True Freaks. I'm your host, Magnus, and guys, today, or at least lately, in the past couple of days, guys, the schadenfreude has been off the fucking scale for me, all right? I'm reaching levels of malicious joy that I didn't even think were possible, but a couple of days ago, it hit the news, like, this is a pretty significant news item in, uh, shall we say, the shadowy geek underworld, that basically... Mark Wade is getting the shit sued out of him by Richard Meyer from Diversity in Comics. And, you know, there's a whole world of bullshit that, you know, goes into this. And there have been a ton of people out there on a ton of blogs and a ton of YouTube channels who have re-encapsulated and summarized all that stuff far better than I ever could. All right? But... What I'm kind of bringing to the table here that a lot of these other commenters, or commentators, I should say, uh, what I'm bringing to the table that they're not is, guys, you need to understand something, all right? I spent the majority of my professional life working either for or with lawyers, okay? You need to understand that. Now, that doesn't make me a lawyer. It doesn't give me, like, actual legal training or anything like that. But um, it does mean that I've got eh, maybe a little bit of perspective on not necessarily legal issues, but at least what could potentially become a legal issue, right? And guys, I've read a lot of the uh, comments and stuff from this Bleeding Cool article. Uh, that basically announces all the details about who's suing who and who's getting in trouble and all that. And guys, only so much of, or rather, only so many of these uh, comments and stuff on Bleeding Cool can really be attributed to wishful thinking. The, the, the fact of the matter is... There's no nice way to say it. People really don't know what the fuck they're talking about when it comes to the law most of the time, right? One of the things that I picked up from all of my years of working for or with attorneys is that if you're not an attorney, guys, I'm going to be honest with you, the best thing, the very best thing that you can possibly do is shut your mouth when it comes to the law, okay? You haven't been to law school, you haven't taken the bar, there's a ton of shit that you've never done, all right? Not least of which is actual learning, and no, independent study isn't good enough. If you haven't actually been, like, formally educated in the law, then automatically, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, okay? Simple as that. And reading some of these bleeding cool comments which I don't really recommend anyway, because it, it's kind of like bleeding cool as the asshole of the internet, and so why would anybody want to go there? But that was the the uh, the uh, source that popped up in my little Google news feed for all this stuff, so that's, that's what I uh, opened up on my phone, right? I don't endorse bleeding cool. I certainly don't recommend going there for anything at any time for any reason. But 
that's what happened. So anyway, looking through some of these, through some of the uh, the uh, comments on the uh, bleeding cool story, though, guys, you need to understand something. All right, like I would say, ninety nine out of one hundred people making comments and stuff on that bleeding cool uh, article. They don't know what the hell they're talking about. And in fact, some of the some of the legal opinions, quote unquote, that they're offering. Guys, there's bad advice and then there's what they're saying on bleeding cool. OK, I mean, I, I know from bad legal advice. All right. But holy shit. And basically what it really comes down to is. There's. It's basically, it's called tortious, uh, how shall, it's basic, sorry about that, I keep getting these friggin' text messages, uh, tortious interference, right, and it's, it's basically to do with contract law, and basically that outsiders don't have the right to get in the mix and fuck up somebody else's contract. Okay. That's really what it comes down to. And what you're seeing on a lot of these bleeding cool comments is uh, a bunch of fucking retards who are saying, well, there's nothing against the law uh, about one person calling some other person to talk about a third person. It's like, in fact, yeah, there, there very well can be um, legal implications to, to doing that. You know, like the law, is there something, is that against the law to do? Well, even that's kind of a technical term, but the point is, yeah, there can be very serious legal consequences for doing that, all right? And it's called tortious interference. And if Mark Wade's public statements are to be believed, that is literally what he did, all right? He basically interfered in a contract between two other people and basically wrecked that contract. And then on top of all of that caused serious, uh, social and financial and possibly other types of harm to Richard Meyer. All right. Now for the moment, let's just put aside all this comics gate and diversity in comics, just put all that controversy and shit aside. Okay. Cause for the moment, it doesn't really matter if you agree with some of the things that Richard Meyer has said, or if you think that Richard Meyer is completely full of crap, right? For the moment, those things don't matter. What does matter is that Meyer had a contract with Antarctic Press. Both sides acknowledge that a contract was made and did exist. And this is where we kind of have to start depending upon Mark Wade telling us the truth about his own fucking virtue signaling. But the story goes that Mark Wade got wind of the contract that existed between Antarctic Press and Meyer and took it upon himself to interfere with that. Now, a lot of people have said that Antarctic Press has denied that the phone call that Mark Wade placed to them, everyone acknowledges apparently that this phone call did happen. Antarctic Press denies that Mark Wade's phone call is the reason for uh, canceling Meyer's comic, right? 
basically that's that's the story. Now, guys, you need to understand something. A press release by Antarctic Press, that's not exactly a legal deposition, or at least, well, whatever. That's not, we're not exactly talking about somebody who's been deposed here, okay? What they say for purposes of marketing and what, in fact, actually happened may very well be two different things. Now, I wasn't a participant of this phone call. I haven't heard a recording of it or anything, so it's not like I can say for sure what did or did not happen during this phone call that Mark Wade agrees took place and Antarctic Press agrees took place, all right? But the timing here is pretty fucking suspicious, all right? But there are other other public statements that Mark Wade has made which have... Basically, they've been very damaging to to Myers' uh, reputation, right? And there's a lot more that I could say about this, but honestly, you know, like I say, there are better sources for this. One of which I have linked to in the Trennis Magnus Punches Reality uh, Facebook group. And for purposes of releasing this episode of Trennis Magnus Jabs Reality... I'm going to be basically uh, commenting on the Facebook group, adding a little comment uh, that has a, uh, a presentation. It's about 30 or 40 minutes long or something like that. A, uh, an analysis made by uh, an attorney based in Minnesota. And I want to say, I have all of my, my browser windows closed, but I want to say that the name of the YouTube channel is like, I think it's Rakita Law, Chiquita Law, Taquita Law. I have no idea. But anyway, it's something like that. And like I said, just go to the Trinus Magnus Punches Reality Facebook group. I'm going to uh, put the uh, YouTube video there. And then you guys can watch it for yourself. Now, guys, what we're talking about here is real legal analysis by somebody who understands exactly all of the things that have happened in public. Um, this guy is a comic book fan in his own right. You know, he's, a, he's an attorney. That's true. But attorneys can be comics fans, and he's one of them. And he's basically kept up with all of the uh, uh, the gossip and the press releases and all this stuff uh, related to diversity in comics and Richard Meyer and Mark Wade, Antarctic Press, Jawbreakers, and all that stuff. He's he's kept up with this. Oh, and by the way, he also read the legal briefing that was filed by Meyer's attorney. And so he is uniquely qualified to comment on how strong a case Meyer does or does not have. And just between you, me, and my headset, this guy says that Meyer's got a pretty fucking strong case. Now, the reason I'm being kind of a pain in the ass about this is because when this stuff first started, guys, again, I want to triple underline this part. The fact that I have an extensive employment history working with attorneys doesn't automatically make me an attorney by fucking osmosis or anything like that, okay? That's not how it works. Nevertheless, I've picked up quite a few tricks over the years, and I've used them to my advantage. I know, I know what I don't know, put it that way, and so, especially when it comes to the law. I know what I don't know, and so, but I do know what I do know, and I happen to know that what, uh, or I did know that what Mark Wade claimed to have done in public, if that were to go before a judge... Meyer might be in a position to drive a bus right up Wade's ass, all right? I mean, guys, 
you need to understand that you're not allowed to just go out there and fuck up somebody else's business, okay? Um, there can be very serious legal consequences for doing that. The fact that Mark Wade tweeted about it, and then apparently he did Q&As uh, uh, about it. There's some kind of a bleeding cool interview with Mark Wade about it. I mean, my guess is this stuff is going to uh, go before a judge. And Mark Wade had better have some really good answers. All right. Anyone who says that it's not against the law to, to, to place a phone call. Well, in and of itself, no, there's not a law against calling somebody. There is a law, or rather, let me rephrase that. There can be legal repercussions if you make a phone call that, that results in somebody's contract getting completely fucked up. You don't want to do that, all right? Really bad idea. And one of the reasons that I mentioned earlier, the sense of schadenfreude that I'm experiencing, guys, just on a personal level, you know, a lot of the public statements and stuff that Mark Wade has made, um, primarily not much of anything to do with comics, although a little bit with that, but mostly for, you know, political slash ideological reasons, you know, things that he said about, not me personally, but just people somewhat of my ilk shall we say the the statements that he's made publicly have been kind of a turnoff you know and it's actually serious enough for me as a podcaster that I'm kind of thinking long and hard about you know do I really want to cover any more Mark Wade comics on my show and that kind of pains me on some level because guys I am a fan. I mean, he's written a lot of comics that I really enjoy. You know, his work on The Flash is uh, top shelf. I, I really enjoyed the first, yeah, I want to say, couple of years of Irredeemable. Now, to be fair, I do think Irredeemable kind of, you know, petered out near the end. But, you know, it was, you know, at, at least as a concept, it was pretty good for a couple of years there. You know, his work on Daredevil, I thought was great. You know, and so it kind of pains me, like I say, on a personal level to have to say all of this, but just, you know, I guess on, um, like a, more like a political level, fuck him, you know, I mean, you know, it's just, I guess what it comes down to is what kind of negativity do you really want to allow into your life? And I can't really speak for anybody else, but at least for me, you know, I, for one, am kind of fed up with liberal virtue signaling and them, you know, jerking each other off over, uh, over just how pure they are, how how principled they are, you know. And the fact that premium liberal virtue signaling may get Mark Wade in some serious fucking legal trouble, I'm actually kind of happy about that. I think it's wonderful. Couldn't have happened to a nicer guy, if you ask me. And so. The other thing is that what this could portend for other people who maybe think that it's okay to go white knight and cause trouble for other people in their work and uh, in their private lives and stuff, well, maybe now they're going to have reason to hesitate. You know, if they have reason to think that uh, they're pure as the uh, wind-driven snow premium level virtue signaling may fucking cost them big time in court 
yeah, I, I really hope that this, that this case, uh, this lawsuit goes totally against Mark Wade. I hope he has the worst day of his life in court uh, because of all of this and because of the uh, public statements that he's made, uh, decisions that he's made, actions that he's taken. You know, like I say, I don't think it could have happened to a nicer guy. If I actually had, like, if somebody were to say, you know, Magnus, who would you want to be the, the poster child for virtue signaling with a severe price? You know what? Mark Wade would probably be in the top five at this point, you know, and maybe the top two because, you know, at least as far as um, semi-public or completely public uh, uh, types of figures. You know, other people on the list are more like private figures, so I don't know. But, you know, at least as far as like public figures, you know, people that uh, the public probably is had a reasonable chance of having heard of. Yeah, Mark Wade's definitely on my list. I don't know if I go so far as to say number one, but certainly top two, right? So anyway, if the only if the only positive thing that comes out of this is that uh, this asshole's uh, attitudes, beliefs, actions, words, and public statements come back to haunt him, if there's uh, if those things actually cost him something. Oh, happy day. Happy, happy day. So, anyway, I don't expect all of you to necessarily agree with this fiendish delight, this sense of schadenfreude that I'm experiencing right now, which is so intense as to be almost euphoric. But, guys, that kind of is where I'm coming from, uh, you know, with all this diversity in comic stuff. I, I think in the episode that I did about Comicscape, I think I said words to the effect of, you know, I hope Meyer sues Mark Wade. Well, here we go. Sometimes dreams do come true, guys. So, anyway, so I think that's pretty much it for me for right now. So, bye, everybody. I'll see you next time because this is podcasting vacation, so you never know when I might come back. See you next time. If there is a next time. Bye. that's just about the end of that. Trennis Magnus Punches Reality is a proud member of the Two True Freaks podcast network. You can find the home for Trennis Magnus Punches Reality on Facebook just by searching for Trentus Magnus Punches Reality. There you can interact with your fellow listeners and also see notifications of new episodes when I put them up. You can friend me on Facebook just by searching for Trentus Magnus, which is spelled T-R-E-N-T-U-S-M-A-G-N-U-S. 
You can email me and my parole officer at trennismagnus at gmail.com. Do you have a suggestion for a topic? Feel free to email me, and I might consider thinking about the possibility of potentially discussing whatever you have in mind someday. And that's a promise. Do you have a podcast of your own? If so, why not record a promo for me to play on my show? It's quick, easy, and can help you spread the word about your show. I'm always looking for more promos to play. Keep it fairly short, and yours could be next. My promos can be found at this show's homepage for those interested. Just look for the promos section. Visit our website at twotruefreaks.com. Two True Freaks is always spelled T-W-O-T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S. If you shop at Amazon.com, please consider using the link at twotruefreaks.com to shop there. If you use this link to go to Amazon and then you shop, Two True Freaks gets a little cut of what you buy and it doesn't cost you anything extra. So you get to shop as usual and help out the Two True Freaks at the same time. Two True Freaks and all of its excellent affiliates are available on iTunes, and you can choose to subscribe to either the entire network if you wish, or pick whichever individual shows you want to follow. We have so many shows to choose from, there's just bound to be one that appeals to your particular fandom. Just search Two True Freaks with an exclamation mark at the end, space, and the number two. If you ever leave your house and you actually have friends, why don't you tell them about Two True Freaks? If you've enjoyed our show, please, won't you take a moment to rate us on iTunes? That helps others find the show, too. The contents of this podcast are fictitious, hypothetical, and probably completely unnecessary. Any similarity to living persons or real-life events is purely coincidental and void where prohibited by law, some assembly required, batteries not included. The white zone is for passenger loading and unloading only. All models are over the age of 18. Trennis Magnus Punches Reality is a Magnus Media Enterprises Limited production in association with Demonzacore of Milan, Italy. <laughs> <laughs>